1: You'll find us here Moving
0: Iron Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast number 265 This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire Helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years For more information, go to axontire.com we are you getting in your hand over there,
1: Aaron? Well, funny you should ask This happens to be their current promotion A Firestone Ag Very sweet Swiss Forge Flashlight with a window breaker and a bale twine cutter. He or said a it's for seatbelt seat cutter. No, no it's for bale
0: twine. <laughs> Either one of those would be great. So, if you want one of those, Aaron, how do you get one? Well, anybody who emails
1: marketing at axontire.com fills out their information quick, they will get this knife, and it even comes in a cool little
0: tin box. Yep, nice. It's fancy. Real
1: fancy. Fancy. And it's a hell of a nice flashlight. So there you go.
0: So you got to do this send an email to Ma- marketing at AxonTire.com. There you go. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. For more information, call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs at Valley Transportation. Our goals is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy
1: your ag equipment—dealer, auction, or private party—AgDirect can finance it. You can even apply online at AgDirect.com and learn more about your financing options at the same site, AgDirect.com. There you go.
0: All right, so this is uh, the—it's—it's that time of the year. It is. You've got a million things going on right now. you got planning going on. Most places are starting that up, but the one... Hopefully most guys are wrapped up. Get close. Most people are getting close. The one thing that this time of the year brings along with it that is ever so um, as hectic, if not, I don't know, a crazy time frame, is bailing season, right? It's first, yes. cutting, first cutting right now. So depending on where you're at, if you're down south, someplace you probably had... Two cuttings by now, but um, or you're getting ready to go into your second cutting or something like that. But here, here in in the, in the middle of the country, North Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, either are currently going through their first cutting, or they are um, getting ready to start the first cutting. And we're out here getting ready to start our first cutting. So yep, looking around right now. I mean, we got some pretty timely rains that kind of gave everything a good a good quick. Uh, run up we had i don't know two or three inches of rain over the last two weeks or something like that yeah so, so you've had a pretty good wow pretty good amount of rain come through in a short wow time. that was like that was we didn't get that the last year wow. and that that put us up about three inches for the year so yep <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> so. Now, we're back to zero we were negative for a while <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> we actually went under zero because was that april or May? yeah that was april yeah it was like 70 every day and
0: 50 mile an hour winds the whole damn month it was (laughs) gross um but silly nonetheless we are sitting now in a situation where um two things are happening one you're laying down off um prairie hay valfa whatever it is that you're laying down um some guys are looking at doing something like Laying down oats or laying down some wheat, those kind of things, going into uh, chopping season, those kind of things. So those two things kind of go hand-in-hand hand with that first cutting. Not necessarily baling at all, but you're going to you know, turn some of it into haylage of some sort. Right. Maybe that out there that situation too. So right now – Regardless of form. Right. It's feed. It's feed. We're cutting feed. Right there now. you go. So as you take a look right now, Aaron, and you see baler market, you see windrower market, you see big square balers, you see um, all these – rakes all that kind of stuff coming into play support equipment support equipment there you go all that stuff starts to play into that you are there's as much demand now as there as there has been correct um, for for bailers in general
1: absolutely yep the kind of since the first of the year the used let me phrase that good used uh three by four four by four market has been pretty good um it took, and you can tell the big square baler is more of the we use this in irrigated and we sell a lot of this. You know, even when you get down to the second or third tier baler, it's still going to that environment. Yes. Absolutely. Whereas the round baler is typically the guy who put that into the round shape is the guy who feeds it to whatever animals he owns. Right. <laughs> right. Round balers were a ghost until mm-hmm. we got these rains. Yeah, now, now it is bang, yeah. bang, 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 bang. I mean, five thirty-five to five sixty-nine, or what is it? Five sixty R. The five sixty-nine yeah. premium is a five sixty R. Right, right. We and sell M. mostly M's, so right. forgive me. Yep. But uh, that market from from a used anything all the way to new is just blasted in the last two weeks.
0: Yeah, and that's that's no kidding. I mean, it's really taken off and run, and you're seeing a significant amount of people that are looking for. Um, what's what I'm looking for here? They're really just looking for that. What what's they're they're just looking to upgrade, right? Right. Because, I mean, they've got, well, they've got an opportunity. and, you know. and, and here and you go. Price pays high too. I mean, exactly. To, you know,
1: yeah. Absolutely. And what what happens this time of year for a lot of I get to say us for a lot of us. That you know the the ranchers that kind of thing do a lot of you know they might do a circle of feed a circle of alfalfa everything else is mostly grass right you know yep go go chase down the meadows those guys have all brought their balers in in the last month for their winter inspections sure. and have them looked at and that is helping ching yep. ching ching the baler market too yep because. Those guys are also creating a brand new, fresh trade that sure. everybody's going after. So it is a massive exodus, yeah, of sorts.
0: Yeah, no, no. I think I think you see plenty of of good opportunity uh, in, in the market. I don't, that's the one market that is very seasonal. Oh, absolutely. But that being said, this last couple of years, this yeah, this last since this time last spring, has not been a, a real downtime in Baylor's.
1: No, no, in winter hours for
0: that matter too. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, virtually nothing. Right. But um, yeah. Round balers are typically a everybody. Your focus May mm-hmm. and June. Right. If a guy buys one in July, he had problems. Or something happened right? after that. He had problems, mm-hmm. and then once they get done, you know, you get to September first, zero again. Mm-hmm. Well, park them out back and bring them. Bring them up to the front in April because right. yeah.
0: they ain't going anywhere. Yep. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the difference between the auger, sickle bar, mm-hmm. and the like the rotary. I'm talking like the the platform style right idea. You know, where you're laying down spray hay. Disc or sickle? Yeah. So, you, are you discing or are you sickling? Which one is it that that you think? I mean, obviously, right now, I mean. It's a it's a rotary head it is really kind of even even stepping into the prairie hay marketplace you start to see some, some more action there but that's still the the guy wants the the thirty five foot the thirty foot the eighteen foot sixteen foot whatever it is sickle head that you're seeing come in there more and more of these machines that with the big heads in the front of them with some of these windrows rows and stuff like that with the big thirty five and forty foot draper head and stuff like that you're looking at at something like canola or they're laying down. Right, Yeah. You know, they're they're, they're, win, they're windrowing something. Hey. Right? They windrowing something, but so much more of that stuff's getting to be so much more direct cut that you're starting to see that there's getting to be a bit of a pinch point in there. But let's just stick to the to the prairie hay, alfalfa, just hay, know, just straight up hay. When you're looking at it right now and you want to say a guy comes into you with a you know, whatever model of of sickle head machine. Mhm. What conversations you having and, and who... Because it, it seems like the auger head... I'm sorry, the, the sickle head is, is making just a, a little bit of a comeback.
1: The reason for that, especially locally... Well, the reason for that is pull up the drought monitor. Yeah, it's
0: true. Yeah.
1: As a sickle man, a diehard sickle man, that... And, and that's because I just do grass hay. If I was doing it irrigated, I'd be doing that stuff at ten mile an hour auto steer myself, but mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. So the the thing is the reason the sickle is becoming a bigger deal, A, there's way less of them out there. Sold new every year. Right. Way, way, way less. Okay. You have certain companies that don't make a sickle head.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that shortens the population. And then you have the the Basically, what? At least three-year drought for sure. about the whole western yeah, third the whole of the country. country for right. us, yeah. it's at least two years. Mm-hmm. So you got all these, I'll call them owner-operator versus a big commercial guy. Right. Your, your owner-operator has got a 4890, a 9325 Heston or whatever it is, right. and it's time to upgrade. And he knows... It hasn't rained, it's droughty, and whatever grows is going to be short. Sure. That's your only option. Right. Because a sickle, there are, I've seen it done, and yeah, you can change your pitch and change the knife pitch and slow the head down and mess with ground speed. But when you are in short grass hay, like, oh, great, this is, this is straight out of my mouth. Ooh, this field's knee high. This will be great. You know, right. should be waste. Right. But, right. Um, right. <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of what you're dealing in. Now, you get the other side of 8135, whatever you want to call it, big difference. You can mow prairie hay all day with that because it rains and it's tall and it's right. growth. Yeah. You know, but you get in the mountain and the mountain, the entire mountain time zone, pretty much. It's typically sickle winds grass, yeah. Because even up and in the, and that's in the- that's why it's just because owner operator light short hay, mm-hmm. it is what it is, and that's the machine that does the best job in it.
0: Yeah. Because even in in the mountain meadows, you know, they still use a lot of a lot of augers up there because. They have the they have the the moisture up there, right? But the problem is the elevation. So I mean, it doesn't it's not like you're going to get waist high grass at ten thousand feet?
1: You know well, I mean? and yeah. we you know just like the the sand hills. Sure. Every year that they're laying down hay, and the tires are dripping, then they have a year where oh god, now what? Yeah, yeah. And that is why those guys when when they have the years for the disc, they typically don't. Lean right. that way because when push comes to shove and it's short and light, they're gonna need the sickle again. Right. So
0: Okay, so let's jump over and talk about the the rotor heads and, and what we see happening there with those now. You start looking at true production, um alfalfa, pivot alfalfa and all I mean you're talking like you're you're growing high high value high value, high value, value alfalfa, alfalfa production. Alfalfa production, those kind of things. Two things come into play there. One is you've got you wind rowing at either speed. speed, a lot of that. But you don't want to do things either. You're, you're laying it down to either bail or chop. Right. Right. And yep. you see there's two different kinds of variations that come on in the market here of late. You know, and most of them have been around for a long time. But you know, you've had the rotary head out for forever. Uh, you know, you've had um the triple mount mower tractor situation. Mm-hmm. That's been around forever. It's been in Europe forever. That's been a big thing. US hasn't necessarily been um, I, would, I would probably say the last ten years that really kind of gravitated and took hold.
1: And that's because one gonna... guy saw the picture of it in Europe and it yeah. had fat tires. That they deal. weren't four eighty tires. Right. Well, yeah. that's never going
0: to work here. How <laughs> am I supposed to just? Use this it? is
1: America. We run yeah. two sizes of tires: four eighty and five twenty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then you have like you know like the big M. You know that kind of yeah. Thing. That that deal with it's you know that deal. Um, it's a but that whole concept of laying it down as fast as you can to lay it down and then not necessarily um, run it through a different kind of conditioner and those kind of things to where you're you're really cracking it to really open it up and let it dry out. Where where do you see that traction right now? It, do, where, are, you, are you seeing more people that are saying, hey, you know what, this triple mount mower thing makes a lot of sense because now I've got a, an additional tractor that I can do stuff with uh, depending on what size of the machine you're putting it on, right? Or, or are you seeing more people still kind of gravitate towards that? That 16 foot rotary rotary head. Okay. For so that specific issue,
1: for the specific um, high value production alfalfa guy, mm-hmm. typically still very much windrower heavy. Where yeah. the triple mount seems to shine is the dairy and feedlot that do their own yeah. farming, their own feed production. It is the absolute love affair of those guys because you have a 300-horse tractor to use on the farm and you have a 30-foot, 15-mile-an-hour wind rower. Yep. It's perfect.
0: Yep. I think but, also the same point on that too is the guys that are using a triple-mount style mower aren't necessarily laying it down to bale. Right. They're laying it down to chop into, into halage.
1: yeah i would say yeah i would say you're probably i wouldn't say all the way to 70 30 but maybe it's more than it's
0: it's a 50 50 for it, sure
1: yeah yeah oh no
0: i'd yeah. say 60 40 okay minimum yep and i think cause there's there's like there's some back home there's some big alfalfa outfits out there and they've got you know five or six rotary uh, rotary heads out there running around and they're they're bailing some of it. They're chopping some of it. I mean, it just depends on what it is. They're right. Doing. So it's all running across the same the same platform. But they have, it seems like to me that the the rotary head, we see a lot more action in areas where it rains a lot or heavily irrigated areas. Right. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, and then even like, even in the areas where they're doing like, uh, you know, we've seen some guys out with corn stalks, you know, doing, it, doing the rotary head with corn stalks. You've seen some guys out there doing those kind of things where they're they're just kind of scraping it around to see what they can come up with. Yeah,
1: I've I've seen that too. And the the thought is that the vacuum of that head will suck a lot of it up. It's not a good idea. It's a good way to wear everything out. Yeah, it's kind of what that's I want about to it. Yeah, because you're just running something. You're just uh, so much dirt. So much, so much dirt. dirt. Yeah, so but. Dirt you know, on to the how oh, like feed, okay? sedan, sedan grass, yep. um, you know, pearl millet, whatever. Mm-hmm. That any anything can go cut alfalfa. Okay. My X three hundred will go make an alfalfa field look pretty. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah. what were those
1: things really shine, and I think this is probably why the a uh, uh, even a custom hay guy for for sure the the owner operator sure. farmer producer rancher guy yep. but even even a custom guy that isn't that isn't the we have 12 circles of premium dairy alfalfa not that guy but like you know joe blow custom guy that does everything those guys typically love that rotary because that is where they really, really, really shine. Yeah. yeah. Because of the power. They have sure. so much power. And it kills me that this header, when it's down on the ground, is just a steel hood that is, what, three, two feet, two and a half? It's not three feet tall, the front of that hood. Oh, no. It's two two, a half. Two feet yeah. tall, two and a half yeah. feet tall. And you can shove eight-foot shit into that, yeah. and it just... <laughs> Yep. Don't stick your hand in there, Billy.
0: That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Didn't know turtle shells could bite. Hey, hey, they and they will. They will bite you good. All right, last topic. Cause I know you got to get going. You can't not talk about you know the hundred and fifty to two hundred horsepower tractor. When we're talking about hay. So right? Right now that that's a that's a, a big. Uh, that's been a, a pretty steady supply of machines. It it you know,
1: was the I'll I'll tweak that a little bit. Hundred and twenty to hundred eighty. Okay, that that tractor was the one tractor from January to April you could buy. Yeah, now you got a better chance of getting an eight (laughs) or nine bot than that one. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) that. Yeah, because you know we we have that's a big bread and butter tractor for us. us, We do a lot of them. I was able to move a couple of them, and our you know. You just think that, guys, you know, they're these are still made in a factory, too. They still have supply issues. Right. You know, like, now is the time. Some of our hay guys, I'm like, hey, you know, do you guys know? I, I can get loader tractors now. I'm not going to be able to later. Well, it's later. Right. Hey, can you check on this one yep. for me?
0: I'm like, yep. Yes. Yep. There's not... The loader side of it, the grapple side of it, loader grapple combination. That those those machines are, like you said, one of the one of the core functions of what we do out here, because uh, we do so much you know, cattle production out here. We do so much the beef hey, state. Yeah, that's why they call it the beef state. But you have plenty of opportunity to to really see some things shake loose out here. So, to me, I, I'm unlike unlike other lines of equipment. Like like, like you just said, you no, know, it's hard to find one, but. There's going to be enough supply of those machines to start trickling back in. that. But it all goes back to supply and availability coming out of the factory just like everything else is. But
1: This is the one part that is neat with the mechanical front loader tractor. It actually is helped by the thing that hurts combines. Right, We don't have planter problems anymore because people don't load up planters and go down the trail right. you know cuz the harvester business is what sure. is what floods combine population department of roads mowing sure yeah saving grace for uh, those yeah. for that loader tractor because whatever business and they hit at a different time yeah they do. they, they yeah. hit when they're done right we're done come get it get it out of here you yeah. know or bring it back and it it keeps that trickle all sure. the time. You typically in the couple months ago, early early spring, it's super hot for those, you know, calving season like sure. we're we're feeding every single day with this and we need to upgrade loader tractors. That's kind of when that happens. Or if you get a real hard cold winter. <laughs> that right. that that's good on loader tractor upgrades too. But um they, those hit, you know, kind of for your going into year-end buying, and, you yep. know, you get that. They, yep. they show up in the fall, and it's a, it's a new flush, and here we go.
0: Yep, absolutely. No, yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, one of those, that whole spectrum of, of hay tools, you know, whether it's the, the Ford side of it or whether it's the Baylor side of it, but that things that kind of make it all run together kind of all hinge around that. That loader tractor, right? Because you you're moving bells with it, you're moving your your it, bell it carrier. It does everything. It yeah, it does everything. For On you. a
1: livestock first, even if the guy farms, but a yeah. livestock first mindset operation, the main loader tractor is th- even more important
0: than his pickup. Yep, absolutely. Okay, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good stuff as usual, man. Uh, I think that's a pretty good place to stop, so Aaron. If you had. Folks want to reach out to you and get more information about what you got going on, what's the best way to do that?
1: Several, several options. Well, good. Call good options. me, text me. 308-760-1193. Email me Aaron.fintel at movingironllc.com. Right I am on Facebook. I am pretty active on Twitter at Aaron Fintel. And also on LinkedIn. So throw a dart at the board. We'll be there.
0: Right on i um, case you Seymour. you can find me on at Moving Iron LLC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Moving Iron Podcast on LinkedIn, and also the Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel, obviously on YouTube. So check that out. Um, if you're interested in seeing the videos of what we do here and, and the guests that we've got on, Uh, Make sure you check that out over there. If you're interested in seeing more information about the Moving Iron Podcast, go to movingironllc.com. You'll get the entire library of the Moving Iron Podcast, all the blogs that I've written, as well as all the information for the Moving Iron Summit coming up here in Nashville, Tennessee, September 6th, 7th, and 8th. If you're interested in coming to that, if you're a dealer of any kind, shape, size, doesn't matter, if you're interested in coming to that, hit me up at Moving Iron Podcast at movingironpodcast.com, and I can get you more information uh, about that. if you don't need any more information, you can sign up right there. All the agendas and speakers and, and times and costs and all that stuff are right there on the website. So with that, I am Casey Seymour with Aaron Finnell. Let's go with some iron, folks. Out. Axon Tire is going to have more tips, tricks, and client advice throughout the year and in September at the Moving Iron Summit in Nashville. If you're looking to sign up for the event, please head over to movingironllc.com. We hope to see you there. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800 657 4910 or go to valleytransitinc.com for all of your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. And no matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com.